generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. All right, let's go. Judges chapter 6 very quickly. Who's loving this series so far? Only seven tiny screams. <laughs> For time's sake, I'm going to read very quickly and I'm going to skip a couple of verses as we progress. Help us with the light. Verse, verse, verse 11. Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebinth tree, which was in Ophrah, which belonged to Joash the Abiezrite, while his son Gideon threshed wheat in the wine press. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, the Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. We dealt with this last week. And Gideon said to him, Oh my Lord, oh my Lord, oh my Lord. If the Lord is with us, somebody say, me Lord. If the Lord is with us. Why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his miracles? which our fathers told us about saying, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. That's verse 13. Then the Lord turned to him and said, go in this might of yours and you shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have I not sent you? So he said to him, Oh my Lord, how can I save Israel? Indeed, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said to him, Surely I will be with you, and you shall defeat the Midianites as one man. And then uh, he goes into honor mode. What Gideon then does says, you know what, please just give me some time. Let me go back. Verse 19, he went and prepared a young goat and unleavened bread as a sign of honor. Don't forget that they were already starving. There was already poverty in the land, remember. So this was a sacrificial gift that he brought unto the Lord and then he offered it to the Lord. I'm jumping, skipping all of that. Verse 21, the angel of the Lord put out the end of the staff that was on the hand, touched the meat and the unleavened bread. Fire came out of the rock consume the meat. Somebody's going to say something spectacular this week. Then the angel disappeared. Verse 22 he says then the Gideon, now Gideon perceived that he was the angel of the Lord. So Gideon was not doing eye service because Gideon did not know it was an angel until the miracle happened. In other words, don't wait for the spectacular before you offer God your spectacular. Are you getting that? Don't wait for fire to come out of the rock before you put a sacrifice on it. Don't wait for a big door to open before you do your best. Don't wait for the grace to heal, to flow on you before you show care for the sick. Don't wait till you're a billionaire before you begin to help people with charitable giving. Are you getting that? So even at this time, he was still not fully convinced that he just perceived. Then verse 23, the Lord said to him, peace be with you. Do not fear for you shall not die. So Gideon, he built an altar there. Then he called the place, the Lord is peace this day. It is still an Ophrah of the Abia's right. 
And then verse 25, he took his father's young bull, uh, seven years old. He tore down the altar of Baal. Then verse 26, he built an altar to the Lord on top of the rock in the proper arrangement. And then verse 27, Gideon took 10 men from among his servants and did as the Lord had said because he feared his father's household and the men of the city too much to do it by day. He did it by night. Look at anybody say, do it anyway. Do it anyway. He did it by night. I'm just trying to create context. And then verse 28, the men of the city came. They saw that things had changed. The altar of Baal had been torn down. And verse 29, verse 29. So they said to one another, who has done this thing? And when they had inquired and asked, they said, Gideon, the son of Joash, has done this thing. Somebody say Gideon, the son of Joash has done this thing look at your neighbor say gideon you the son of god has done this thing look at somebody else say gideon you the son of god has done this thing father we thank you for the release of grace and glory all over this house power is released ability is released supernatural strength is released we will enter into new zones of the supernatural we call it so right now in jesus name we have prayed let your amen be louder come help me timmy or israel yeah bring that real quick so last week we spoke about labels and label and Delac, but it's so good to see you. I called you. I think last night I didn't pick up my call. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm not on your calls to be picked list or something like that. Is that like, how do I join the... All right. Glory to Jesus. So we saw this. You see me in camera. Ah, yeah, a camera. <laughs> so we had labels last week and then I asked people to pick stuff right and then they picked stuff toby actually picked what did she pick she picked the chocomelo being fully convinced that it was chocomelo so this week i want some other people to come and help me pick stuff <laughs> come help me who, who wants to help me ayo come come for it let's celebrate this amazing gatorist Is the white swag for me? <laughs> all right, all right, let's go, let's go. Let's go. That <laughs> what, what was it? Was it Magisa? By the time you're done with it, you'll be a very seasoned minister, of course. <laughs> so why? Why? No, come, come help me! Come help me! So I, why did you go for Maggie? Mm. <laughs> mm, due to last, don't swallow it. Yes, sir. Due to last week's um. Teaching. The person chose Chocomilo and later ended up with Maggie. 
So this time around, I have to just go with the Maggie. Do you get the point? Based on what happened last week, he chose what a thought should be this week. Ah, some people are relating with you based on your previous labels. And they don't know that the label has changed. The person they used to know used to sleep around. The person they used to know used to lie. The person they used to know was a Yahoo boy. But if any man be in Christ, he is a new I don't know who I'm speaking to. He is a new creature. All things have passed away and all things have become new. Look at your neighbor and say, God changed my label. God changed my label. There are some people, your label is still the same. But there are some of us, we used to be fornicators, but now we are propagators. We used to be masturbators, but we're now motivators. We used to be prostitutes, but we're now preachers. Are you hearing that? Because man likes to deal with you with the old label. It gives them a sense of control over who they used to know. They want to know the same person who is the shy person. So when all of a sudden you are doing lives on Instagram, they are on comfortable they are nervous not knowing that god already told you your label has changed you started the physics but now when you start operating your entrepreneurial gift they are saying did she not study physics don't put me in a box you are not my creator you are not my maker you are not my manufacturer i am like clay in his hands and the fact that you saw him mold in a dish last week does not mean it's not going to mold a picture this week he will mold the clay into anything that you decide to mold the clay into. Never allow people condemn you as a saucer when God wants to make you a cauldron. Don't allow them condemn you as Igbako when you are supposed to be Basia. Can I talk to somebody? Who am I preaching to this morning? I find your neighbor and tell that neighbor, I'll tell that neighbor, Bumi, you need to be more attentive. Tell that neighbor, say the label has changed. The label, see, see, tell that person the label has changed. I aborted babies at 17, but I'm 27 now. I'm not aborting babies. I'm giving birth to spiritual babies. I'm bringing forth spiritual fruit. Are you hearing? I used to steal when I was 21, but I read what Paul said. Let him that stole steal no more, but let him walk with his hands. So I'm not stealing any longer. I'm a giver now because the label has changed from thief to giver, from liar to truth teller. Ekendo Basula is anybody here high five yourself and say god change the label please help me go to five people and preach to them real quick tell them god change it <laughs> who did it change my label change my label change he changed my label by the way let me say this god doesn't need anybody's permission to release you to the next version of you he does not need any see the day god lifted joseph he did not consult his brothers oh yeah 
He did not consult his brothers. He did not even consult his daddy. Because his daddy had eliminated him in his mind, had believed the lie. See, there are some people who are well-meaning. They once gave you a coat, but now they are believing the lie about you. Joseph was given the coat by the father. But when the bride said, oh, your favorite child is dead, he believed the lie. So some of the greatest investors in your last season may be the greatest cynics in your new season. The greatest critics in your new season. Are you hearing this right now? And you know many times when they pull off what they thought was your title deed or your claim to fame, God reveals another level of you that nobody saw before. Because you see, we're talking about labels and labels and all of that. Who wants to try it? But, go for it. But, but if you remove this, you, you want to try this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it this one you want or the Maggie? The, <laughs> mm. you can you can pluck it out and, and this is the deal when it looks like they, they are, yeah when it looks like they are stripping this covering the coat of many colors <laughs> nice and juicy <laughs> let's celebrate her when it looks like they are taking away something that belongs to you, God is releasing the value on the inside of you. Because vulnerability precedes value amplification. What does that mean? You never get into the next level until you are stripped of the old level. So in our text, please still a little bit. But get, get up when you feel like, or when you send something. Now look at this. In our text, we read it last week. Good to see you, sir. The angel appeared to Gideon. And when the angel appeared to Gideon, he does not say, Hey, Gideon, the son of Joash, the youngest boy, last born. Last born. Do you know last born was still born? Somebody missed that. Last born was still born. Do you get it? If you are last born, but you are still born, you still carry the father's DNA. The father's DNA is not diluted over time. So the fact that you were given birth to later does not mean you're inferior. In fact, many who are first shall be last. And many who are the last shall be first. So it comes, Jerry, and, and the angel says, mighty man of valor. The Lord is with you. Gideon was like, who that? You say, don't you see what I'm going through? Don't you see my circumstances? Don't you see my situation? Don't you see this? Don't you see that? How can the Lord be with us? Verse 13. He said, where are the miracles that our fathers told us about? Think about the miracles how one man showed up from a dry place after 40 years. He must have been smelling like sheep. Moses was his name. He was... Stuttering. 
How long? Imagine a stuttering preacher. How long will it take for you to deliver a message? But God has a way of using what should delay you to be what will relay him. God will intentionally go and look for that thing so that his grace will be amplified. Don't discard your weaknesses. They are often ingredients for the miraculous. A stuttering preacher, he comes and there are all these mighty miracles. The Nile, you know how long it is. Some rivers in Africa, now Niger, Senegal, Congo, Orange, Lipopo, Zambezi. Longest river. It became blood by the miraculous. Gnats everywhere. Flies everywhere. All of that stuff. Boils and all those things happening there. And look at that. They saw those miracles. Gideon is like, God, how am I still belonging? Do I still belong to this generation? Do I still belong there? He said, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us. Where are all his miracles which are found? others told us about let me tell you something whenever you are looking for all the miracles that your parents told you about you can do this quickly bring out your phone and when you bring out your phone i wanted to go to the camera and turn the reverse camera and you will see the miracles that the father told you about you are one of the miracles you are looking for the problem The problem is you are too familiar with yourself. But the truth be told, the equation of your life should not have landed you here. Some of us should have died at birth. Some of us survived the bleeding of our mothers. Did they tell you the story? Some of you, there was no child care. You fainted at four, but somehow the teacher was around. Does anybody remember how you used to go from hospital to hospital between seven and eleven? Where are the miracles? Look in the mirror. Where are the miracles? Look in the glass where are the miracles look in the mirror because if you can look in the mirror you will see a miracle in motion you will see a testimony on two legs you will where are the miracles in the house come on where where are those who survived hell's onslaught where are those who went through covid and they came out where are those who had three carryovers two extra years but here you are employing your mates where where, where are those who were told you never make it you never survive but look at me now I take a look at me I'm a wonder it don't matter what you see now ah, where are those people that a stray bullet should have cut you down the cold machete should have slashed you out but grace grace it means the grace of God is my standard it is my reliance it is what I depend on it is what I put my trust in my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus blood and righteousness I dare not trust the sweetness girl but wholly lean on the name of my king and on Christ the terra firma on Christ the solid rock Agidigba where are the miracles where are the miracles? Can you feel your heart still beating? Can you feel it? Can you feel the breath from your nostril? 
can you distinguish between one color and another for you to know that's a miracle there is something you have right now that somebody's fasting for that somebody's oh yakaba that's why it's a miracle because for you it's every day but for them they just once once it's once a day if i can just see again if i can are you if it, some of you yakaba that's a miracle is there any sleeping miracle you sleep so well you even change gears and you're snoring that's a miracle because there are people on prozac and antidepressants who are just trying to get one hour of sleep if i can just get one hour of sleep not out of vision but out of anxiety come on is there anybody right here who knows i'm a talking walking breathing clapping shouting hollering miracle is there any hayaka i feel the glory of god is there anybody who's gonna say i will no longer say where come on give me the text real quick i will no longer say where are the miracles i will use the word of god and close the w and say here here not we're here are all his miracles and if god can find a gideon he'll do it again if god can find a gideon he'll do it again if god can find a gideon he'll do it again somebody shout do it lord do it lord in your might and your power use me as your instrument of war use me as your battle axe use me as your template your blueprint your sign your wonder your platform your lever use me as your showcase your exhibition stand use me as a platform as a microphone amplifier as your speaker as your mixer use me lord is anybody praying already use me Not where here, here are all the miracles. Why are all the miracles here? Because he is I am. Not I was, not I wish. God doesn't use the expression I wish. He uses I will. Isn't it amazing that the living God has a will? And it came as man died so that you can effect his will. Your inheritance is allocated according to his will. So when you operate in his will, your inheritance flows. So the moment Gideon understands that the will of God is to operate in the here at the miracles, the miracles begin to flow. Because the next thing we know, this same Gideon who's saying, uh, I'm this, I'm that, I'm like Mashandi, I'm horrible, I'm too tall, I'm too nosy, I'm too leapy, I'm too eye. Next thing we know, the word says, he began to tear down altars. This is the point of salt. Somebody say, insulted, but insulted. Insulted by the Midians and the Amalekites, but insulted by the power of God. God put his salt on the inside of me. And watch this now. The fact that the salt has not been used for a long time does not mean it has become sugar. 
You get it? Insults Gideon, your name has been called great destroyer. Your name was prophetic because you are going to be in a season, a place where when you unleash your identity as a great destroyer, you will literally advance the cause of God's kingdom. Because advancing God's kingdom is not just in buildings, also in breaking down. Some things need to be broken, some things need to be built. Jeremiah, you have made you a prophet of the nations. You will break, you will destroy, you will pull out, and then you will plant and build. Now we see Paul, he said, I build as a wise master builder, but he also taught to break strongholds, pull down. And for some of us, we're just building, building, but we need to break down some things. Everything in your life that ought not to be standing by the grace and mercy of God will release judgment now in the name of Jesus. Everything the enemy has planted, Jesus said, Every tree that my father has not planted, behold, the axe is laid at the root, at the root. We place the axe at the root of every tree, every plantation, everything growing in your life, everything producing fruits in this season that wants to contaminate your next season will break down in the name of Jesus. Look at somebody say insulted. But I've still got my sauce. Oh, come and tell the person with some swag, with some spice, with some salt, with some je ne sais quoi, with some uh, flair. I've still got my salt. I was going to bring an old can of salt that we have in the house. Can we celebrate all of the women and all of the mothers and all of the wives in the house? Because sometimes I'm trying to look for an ingredient and my wife says in the cabinet and I'm like, I'm not a member of the kitchen cabinet and I'm looking for it, looking, looking, looking. It's there now, where? Lord, open my eyes. I me see. Right. And interesting, I think Kamina started doing one or two of those things. Boy, it's too early. It's too early. You've not written jam yet. But we have one of those old plastic jars. This is a glass jar. It's a plastic one. Right? Salt used to be in it. There's still maybe like some droplets of salt. But check this out. Right now, it doesn't look like there's any salt in it. But when I dip my hand and I put it on my tongue, it's still salt. Oh my gosh. What I'm trying to say to you is that you found yourself in the wrong jar. But you're still salt. Somebody needs that one to sing. How many of you wrote the wrong course? Started the wrong course, but you're still smart. Oh, you're eating it? You failed at that course, but you didn't fail in life. Because that course was a context of assessment. But the enemy wants to think that just because you had two failed relationships, you are a failure in marriage. Look at somebody say the context may have been wrong, but my life is right. Say louder, say the context may have been wrong, but my life is right. 
I am still salt. Koga, I am still salt. David shouted, I am still salt. I want to show you three scriptures or so. I don't know if I sent my outline to media. I'm sorry, media. I need to stop doing this to you guys. This particular thing. There are three scriptures I want to show you very quickly. <laughs> Someone say, I still got my sus. Got my sus. I still got my. Got my. I still got my. Uh, uh. I still, still, still. Da da da. Da 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 da. Uh, uh. All right. I've still got my sauce. Sorry, media, you just have to catch up with me. I was trying to send to you, but sticking my time. All right. So I want to look at 2 Chronicles 13, verse 5. 2 Chronicles 13 and verse 5. You can give that to us. Very important scripture there. All right. I'm going to send this to P Land now for all its worth. Nano Sabala. Is anybody rediscovering their spice? Mm, I feel like preaching. Hey, 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 hey. Look at this now. This is important. This is important. Should you not know that the Lord God of Israel, let's read it together, gave the dominion over Israel to David forever. To him and his sons. <laughs> hey. Look at him and say I'm Omo Onio. Which makes me Omo Alayo. So to bury me be Moshe in you. like I could do the first two but this one. It means I'm a, I'm a son of joy. I'm a son of salt, and that makes me a son of joy. So when you see me rejoicing, when you see me dance, dance like a what? What does this mean? It says that God, do you not know, ought you not to know that the Lord God of Israel gave the kingdom or dominion over to David forever, even to him and to his sons by a covenant of, shout it. Kunle, it's so good to see you this morning. Let's celebrate Kunle all the way from New Zealand, isn't it? New Zealand. Kunle is somebody special. I will let you figure it out with the word of, by the wisdom of salt. Now go to Leviticus 2 verse, uh, no, go to Numbers 18. Numbers 18 and 19. <laughs> then the uh, 18 and 19 please 19, thank you all the heave offerings of the holy things which the children of Israel offer to the Lord I have given to you and your sons and daughters with you as an ordinance forever it is a covenant of salt <laughs> forever 
before the Lord with you and your descendants with you. Covenant of salt. What's he talking about? When it speaks about this covenant of salt, you're going to see two things connected to, to that. You're going to see that God is involved. And you're going to see this word forever. 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 It is a covenant of salt. Now, a couple of things about salt. We're still going to explore certain details about salt as we go along. But a few things about salt. Understand that salt does not mean today what it meant back then. It meant so much more back then. Not in terms of its essence, but in terms of its availability. So, right now, you want to buy salt, you go to mile two. You go to mile two. You don't even have to go to mile two. You go down the road. Right? You go to the kiosk. You go to the malam. You go to the aboki. You go to the... Somebody, I was going to say drug pusher, but and people sniff all sorts, including salt. Right? You, you can find salt. It's everywhere. But back then, salt was such a special commodity. And part of the loot, part of the spoils of war that people would take was, is that they would seize salt. Because it took a lot for them to produce it. One of the promises of salt in Israel is the Dead Sea. And they will literally have to either wait for it to congeal on the banks or they will take water from the sea and put it inside pits and wait for the water to evaporate. Come on, somebody. And for the, for the salt to be left there. So salt was very precious. Look at your neighbor. Say, I'm talking about you. I'm talking about you. Tell the person, say, I'm talking about God. is talking about you was very precious. Can I propose to you, and you can do your own studies, that the word salary is actually from salt. Salary is salt, Larry. I'm serious. Not in the Yoruba. Not, not in the, I, I just let you know I like to play on words across different languages. But not, not in the Yoruba context. But it, can, it helps you understand. What it meant was that Back then, one of the modes of payment for your activity or your contract was salt. This is where the expression, he is worth, is salt, came from. The idiomatic expression, being boys are a linguist, so you understand that. The idiomatic expression, this man like Jerry, Jerry is actually worth is salt. In other words, when you pay him for something, he delivers on it. Are you gaining understanding? In other words, salt was an SI unit for commerce. The believer is an SI unit for kingdom commerce. God can trade in you. That's why God said, uh, Abraham, uh, God said to Abraham, I'm going to go and destroy a city. Watch this. I'm going to destroy a city. And Abraham said, Lord. I'm salt so I can negotiate. If you find 50 measures of salt, will you preserve the city? Because salt is a preservative. 
God said, if I find 50 spoons of salt, I won't kill the city. He said, if you find 40, if you find 30, if you find 20. And then Abraham stopped at 10. If he had said, if you find one, God would have said, this lot is not a lot of salt. But we can push him in and preserve it. But even Lot, instead of losing his saltiness, follow me, follow me, follow me. Don't drop off now. I'm almost done. Even Lot, instead of losing his saltiness, because when people came to come and sleep with the angels, he said, No, you can't take this man, but you can have my girls and go on with the gang banging. Literally, you guys can have them all night. And when the judgment of God was going to come, watch this. When the judgment of God was going to come, what happened was that now carry your family and leave the place. Lot leaves with his family, but his wife looked back and she was turned to. Because the salt you were supposed to be to preserve the city, you lost that identity. So your judgment is that you are now salt that is good for nothing but to be a monument of what you could have been come on somebody is anybody hearing this you are called to the salt so lot's wife you were supposed to be salt in sodom you are supposed to be sodium chloride in sodom but you became sodom chloride Salt scientifically is NaCl. Is he an ionic bond or covalent? Is an ionic bond, I think, and it's very strong. But sodium has an extra electron, and chloride has one less elect- electron. Seven. You're not getting it. Receive it. <laughs> so it's a very strong bond. Are you following this? So she becomes a monument and some people will be like, oh no, that was not God. That was so God because Jesus said, remember Lot's wife. You are called to be salt but not in a pile. You are called to be salt, but to be sprinkled. Come on. Oh, can I, can I get, you were called to be, see, see, when you're cooking, when, can I have a, a, a plate or a bowl or a bag or something wide? Just, just bring everything real quick because of time. When, when you're cooking, when you're cooking, here is what you don't do. Don't forget we're still coming to the covenant of salt. Help me. I need just anything for demonstration. Time, time. Thank you. Open it up. Yeah. Now, when you're cooking, can you stand? All right, there's a bowl. Thank you. When you're cooking, you don't... My brother-in-law is a chef, but I know he doesn't come by association. (laughs) When you're cooking, do you scoop the salt like this? Is that what you do? What did you do? <laughs> like this? Salt Lake, Utah. <laughs> spread. 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 So that every part of the system is touched. 
transformed, impacted. That's why God didn't want them to be a pillar of salt in Jerusalem. He said, shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. Can I talk right now? That's the agenda of God that will spread and spread. But there is a culture that wants to put everything on one side and in one place and wants to amass all the wealth in one place and all the people in one place and all the control in one. Are you following what I'm saying? But God says my agenda is that the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God as the waters cover the sea. So if you don't want to be Lot's wife, don't wait to be stuck in a pile and desiring the things of the world. Move with what God is saying, which is going to all the world and preach the gospel. High five your neighbor. Say hello, salt. You've still got your sauce. Shout, I've still got my sauce. Shout aloud, I say, I've still got my sauce. I still got my sauce got my sauce i still got my sauce got my sauce i still got my thank you got my sauce somebody's like ah pastor give me salt now i want to use for my jello fries after we actually we have one or two bags somewhere thank you very much now don't go too far you'll go find life in jesus name though Now, 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 Gideon, after all this story, story, next thing, tore down the altar of Baal. Why? No matter how old the salt is, it's still usable. So you see, you put tomatoes. So I, I ordered this special salad pack, this health salad thing, a couple of days ago. And in my mind, if it's in the refrigerator, it should just last, right? Last <laughs> but yesterday I already saw like some tiny, tiny, like they look like tiny eggs coming out of the egg in the sun. Very right. I, I mean, I was I, I convert this to the threw it away. So you put tomatoes, they go bad. Onions, they go bad. Rice goes bad. But you can travel for years, and that salt is still what it is. Not been used for a long time, but I've still got my sauce. You've not preached on the bus in a long time, but you've still got your sauce. You've not sang in a long time, but you've still got your sauce. You've not done the things that you felt were the markers of your destiny in a long time, but you've still got your sauce. Why? The covenant that God made with David over Israel was a covenant of salt, which means it is for shout aloud and say it is for let me close with this one let me close perfect time i want to drop that uh where am i little bows pick that pick that up i'm growing abby these are my musical mentors my my seniors now, no, bring down the bowl, sorry, to send you up and down. But you're doing the Lord's work. Can you guys see the salt here clearly? Can you see it clearly? 
So the covenant of salt is that it will last forever. It will last forever. There's a way for salt to lose its saltiness, but it has to be a chemical decomposition that breaks the bond between the sodium and the chloride. Impurities, when you attach yourself to the world. Are you following? How do you lose your saltiness? The capacity to correct their error. Because if you're fornicating the way they're fornicating, then how can you talk to them about, about their fornication? Is he about the frequency? So I don't do it all the time. I'm just a quarterly slot. I'm a half year hoe. You do it daily, I do it uh, monthly. It's like my period. And that's on period. Look at your neighbor say, love not the world. Or the things in the world. So it's a covenant solo because it lasts forever. But let me give you a picture that some people in ancient times would do. Don't forget that when you do your salary, when you, when you work, then we give you salt as one of it. Do you want your payment in salt? Many people will say yes. Why? Because they don't have to go and fetch liters and liters and liters of water and then put it in the pits, dig a pit, put it in the pit and wait for weeks for it to evaporate. So many people got paid in salt. The SAL literally, I, I, I wasn't, I sound like I was joking, but you, have you checked the, the SAL in salary is actually salt. Yes. It's actually from salt. So, but because it also became a commercial commodity, it went even beyond salaries to covenants. And so in covenants, what some people in ancient times would do is that you will come with salt and I will come with salt. You will come with salt and I will come with salt. And I take, watch this now guys, I'll take some salt from here and put it in yours. Mix it, mix it, mix it, mix it, mix it, mix it. Then take some of that salt and put it back. The only time we can break our covenants is if you can find every grain of salt that you put in mine and remove every grain of Shemaya. That's the only time you can break your word or I can break mine. And that is the concept of eternal salvation. That when you are joined to Christ, I, uh, it is the principle of kinsman redeemer. We are so joined. Where do I start from? Your grain is my grain and there is no migraine. Can I preach to somebody this morning that has said everything is all together till we all come to the fullness of the measure of the stature of Christ. Unity. God said, I am the Father. We are one. If anyone be in me, he is part of me. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Somebody shout, I still got my sauce. Shout it louder, shout it louder, shout it louder. What it then means, PLT, is that if my salt has lost its savor, I can throw my saltless salt into Christ the salt. And when you pick the new salt, you cannot taste which grain does not have flavor. So whenever you're losing it, you can run back to the Father. You can go back home. You can get back to God and say, I fall on you. And when you remix me, I'll taste good. Ha! 
anybody got something this morning? Look for seven people. Tell them I still got her. I still got her. I still got it. I've still got it. I've still got my sauce. I've still got my taste. Oh, when I feel broken, I'll come to the gathering of salt. And somebody's salt will rub off on me. I've still got it. I've still got it. West PLT, come close the service. Shut I still got my sauce. Shout I still got my sauce. I still have it. I still have grace in God. Glory in God. Power in God. Favor in God. Flavor in God. Capacity in God. In the name of Jesus. For everyone who are self-tasteless. You fall into Christ. He remixes you. And do you know what the psalmist said? Oh taste and see. seen with the taste the Lord because we don't even really care we know the sauce is God and when I'm in God I taste good when I'm in God I season the world when I'm in God I got my flavor what's your flavor can somebody celebrate God can somebody say I'm still salty somebody say I still season the world can somebody say no matter what I've been through I still got my sauce I still got my joy I still got my peace I still got my beauty I still got my glory I drip glory in and out of season in the morning I drip glory in the afternoon I drip glory at night I drip glory can someone just celebrate God for a word in season that has come to season our lives. And then can we celebrate Pastor Dami? Can we celebrate Pastor Dami? For a word in season. Our Father, we are so grateful. So grateful for your goodness towards us. So grateful that you are mindful of us. So grateful that even before trials and tribulations began to make us feel that we are saltless. You already made a covenant of salt with us forever. Thank you, Father, for the assurance of eternity. That whether we feel like it or not, whether we read our Bible for a week or not, whether we did something iffy last night or not, you have covenanted to be with us forever. And thank you for your Holy Spirit that keeps convicting us and convicting us and drawing back, drawing us back to you. Thank you, Father, because we go into the week with this consciousness that we are salt. This revelation elevates our consciousness in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Can you give the Lord a round of applause as you take your seat? Generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this now.